Hey, hey, you're listening to the Journey with Janice podcast. Join me on the journey of pursuing Jesus, building our lives on the word, and seeing this world impacted with the love of God. The Journey with Janice podcast is part of the NRT Podcast Network. You can find my podcast and other great podcasts in the network at newreleasetoday.com. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at The Journey with Janice and check out my website, journeywithjanice.com. Everyone, thank you so much for tuning into the Journey with Janice podcast. I am so excited to have my friend Christina Renee on the podcast with me today. Christina is a fun and energetic Bible teacher who encourages women to flourish in their purpose. She is the author of Strengthen Him, which was written from her daily quiet times with the Lord. She wrote this book to encourage women to know where their strength comes from. Christina's educational background started her love for teaching God's word and her desire to travel the world speaking his word. She is the founder and CEO of Spiritual Healing Sisterhood, Inc., where their mission is to see women healed, restored, and become set free to find their true freedom in Christ. Through mentoring and discipling in a small group setting, the sisterhood has a heart to see women grow, become empowered, and healed from past hurts and trauma. She is a mighty woman of faith, and I'm so blessed to call her my friend and sister in Christ. Welcome, Christina. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited. I'll just share with everyone kind of how we met. So we went to a Lisa Harper conference down in Tennessee a few months back. Oh my gosh. And we ended up staying at the same place together and God just knit our hearts together. And I was like, yes, Lord, I love kingdom connections. So I'm literally, literally you were the bridge to like, get me to like live with a random stranger in someone's house. <laughs> I know someone posted like, "Hey, we have I have a bunch of space open, and if anyone needs a place to stay, so we both stayed there and met, and it was ah such a fun weekend." I'm so ready for next year. I've been thinking about it since I left home. I'm so ready for next year. It was such a good conference. I love her. I love her. So I love starting out my podcast when I have guests on with five fun facts, just so people can get to know you a little bit. So yeah, up for that. I am. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay. First fun fact about you is tell us something on your bucket list. Oh boy. On oh, my bucket list. Um, oh goodness gracious. Probably to go to Hawaii. Probably to travel to Hawaii. I'm actually trying to travel next year for my 30th birthday. So we'll see if the Lord makes that happen. Oh, I love that. I'm going with you. <laughs> yes. Come on, girl. Number two is what is your favorite quote and or scripture? Um, my favorite scripture is Psalm 37, 23. The Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. And I'm like in a season of transition right now in my own life. And mm-hmm. I've just been reminding myself so much lately, like, God, I thank you. Thanking God that he orders my steps. He exactly. goes me and all things. So that, oh, I love that scripture. It means a lot to me too. Exactly. It became my favorite 2018 and it just leaped off the page. And I said, yep, this is it. And I realized that it's it because literally in the transitions that I'm currently in, I have been through, like, I needed God to tell me, I need to know direction. I need to know where to go. Oh, that's so good. I'm so thankful we have Holy Spirit that can lead us in that way. Oh, so good. Amen. And that his word is a lamp for our feet and a light for our path. So yes, so good. (laughs) Number three is if you could have a coffee date with anyone past or present, who would you choose? Oh, past or present. Uh, Can it be people? (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, Again? sure. Well, of course, obviously, I would do Lisa. Like, of course, Lisa Harper. I mean, yeah, that woman has just done just so many instrumental things in my personal life, um, spiritually, just personally. Um, she's just so personal. Whenever you just go up and you ever meet her, oh my gosh, she will hug everyone that she can. And then next, of course, Priscilla Schreier, another powerful woman I look up to. Um, let's see, anyone else? If I can go top of my head, uh, I mean, of course, Jesus, but like you know, eventually that's going to happen. So <laughs> I have something to look forward to. Um, I don't know who else. I think maybe those. Two or three, I think, probably. Um, I am believing that those will come to pass soon. Um, so I think that's all I can think of. I love that. I love that. Those two are amazing. Number four, maybe same answer. I don't know. But who are your heroes slash role models? Yeah, pretty much them too. <laughs> pretty much them too. <laughs> um, yep, those two. Yep, those two women. Yep, those two women. I love that. And if you're on here and you're like, Looking for good books, oh my YouTube goodness, videos, yes. teachings, look them up. Lisa Harper, Priscilla Shire, both of us highly recommend. Yes. Last fun fact is what is one thing that God is teaching you in this season? Ooh, to walk on water. Um, I have the gift of faith and I, and I didn't realize it was the gift of faith until someone told me. They were like, you have the gift of faith. And I was like, oh, I thought it was just being obedient. But you know, I, I see why now and to f- truly deepen my trust um, in him, um, there are some things that I really need the Lord to come through on and I know that he will. And it's calling me to step into complete unknown territory. And it can be very scary, just like Peter walking on the water when Jesus um, had called him. And that's kind of how I felt walking into September. And it's God actually did confirm that is what I'm doing. And so I feel like he's teaching me right now to truly keep my eyes on him um, and not look to the right or left or I'll sink, but keep my eyes solely on Jesus and seek first the kingdom. Um, So it's a lot of seeing in this season. I have to do like, no, my season hasn't changed yet, but I have to see that it is changed. And I have to see that I know that God will come through. And so that's what I feel currently what he's teaching me. Um, And he's always teaching me the fruit of patience just to wait on him um, for, you know, a lot of things in my life to bloom and to flourish. And so I would say those are, oh, I said three different things, but that's okay. <laughs> I love it. Okay, good. I um, love it because I think there's a lot of people in that season now where God is pulling people into new seasons, mm-hmm. taking them into new territory. And it's so yes. important, like you said, because it's so easy to, you know, start looking at the waves around us like Peter did and start sinking. But the reality is the Bible says that he keeps us in perfect peace when our mind is stayed on him. And so exactly. if you're out of place to remind yourself, where is my focus? Is it on the Lord or is it on everything around me? And so. Exactly. And Hebrews 12 and 2 was instrumental. Of course, you know, you actually posted it on your Instagram maybe like a month ago. And that scripture was super heavy. Um, that just was around me and on my heart at the beginning of September. And that was what God really used to anchor me saying, Christina, keep your eyes on me. Do not yes. lose focus on who I am. Do not lose focus on what I've done and just keep your eyes on me. And I will provide everything that you need um, in this huge transition. It's a really big transition. Um, but I know that he is keeping me anchored and just knowing that Lord, whatever happens, happens. Um, you have done last minute miracles in my life and you will continue to do last minute miracles. You just want my faith and my trust to deepen in you while I wait on the miracle. Oh, that's so beautiful. So beautiful. Thank you, girl. 
So tell us your story. Who is Christina? Oh, Christina is a woman who is really becoming who God has called her to be. Um, I realized now being who I am that I really love who Christina is. Um, Christina has learned not to apologize for things and apologize for who she is. And she is maturing um, and just being the powerful woman that God has created her to be. Um, I'm originally from New Jersey, um, but I currently live in North Carolina and I consider myself half and half, like half I see half lemonade. Like that to me, like I'm half Southern, half Northern. And I always make a joke that when I get mad, that's when the Northern part comes out of me. But other than that, I'm just so sweet and Southern. Um, I probably have a slight bit of an accent, but when I get mad, my New Jersey accent comes out, um, came down (laughs) South for school. I know came down South for school and I, I just stayed and I absolutely love the state that I'm in. It's just, um, it's just, I grew with God here. Um, and I, I'm the youngest out of three and God pulled me the furthest away, but I see why I really, really needed to get along with him. And I really believe him taking me the farthest was not to depend on my parents, but to depend on him. Obviously, like when I'm in college, you know, I depended on my parents. But as I, you know, got older, um, he's really anchored in me that he is my sole provider. Of course, he uses other people, but he's my sole provider. Um, and so I, I love women. I've always loved women. Um, even when I was younger, I've always loved just being around women, talking with women, gathering women together. So it makes sense me being a women's ministry. Um 2018 was a pivotal year for me with, um, with the Bible. I um, dove headfirst, um, I say, into the Gospel of Matthew, and I pretty much didn't look up for six months. Um, he just, um, God just had me just so in love with the Word and just so in love studying and teaching myself and asking the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, like, show me what I need to know out of this. Show me what you want to teach me. And that's where my love for the word and teaching the word um, came into play. And that's why Lisa Harper is just such a pivotal person in my life because she used, God used her to confirm the destiny on my life. And so I am a Bible teacher, um, but I'm also a teacher by trade. Um, I taught a little bit in the classroom, but realizing that was not my calling um, was the classroom, but Christian education is truly where my heart um, longs to be and what my heart longs for. And also seeing women heal to have a powerful healing testimony myself. And so just seeing women healed and become free of their hurts and their issues and becoming the whole woman that God has called them to be. Mm, that is beautiful. <laughs> I just love you. I'm so I just love thankful you too. God put you in my life. Like, oh my gosh, you are amazing. And you I just love too. what God's doing in you. So cool. I love it too. Thank you, girl. So you have a ministry called Spiritual I Healing do. Sisterhood. I love that. Spiritual Healing Sisterhood. So tell us mm. how that got started and what that's all about. Oh, goodness. Um, so the Lord miraculously healed me when I, um, I would really say in the womb, um, you know, growing up, I was, well, I was adopted. And so I always shared that as a special part of who I am. And realizing that the Lord miraculously healed me from my mom who, you know, had a drug addiction and she was actually on syphilis. Um, I realized that, wow, I have the gift of healing, which I didn't realize. Um, and so I would just be sitting with friends and, you know, just being in conversation. The Holy Spirit would just work through me. And I said, wow, this is powerful. This is something right here. And I didn't know what it was. And I remember a couple of years ago, I, um, was with a, um, a young woman and we did life on life together. I think we spent every Sunday together for about six months. 
And I feel like that was God showing my ministry before I even knew it was a ministry. And so we are a brand new nonprofit here in the um, Raleigh, North Carolina area. And our mission is to see women heal, restore, become set free. We are faith-based through and through. We want to see every young woman um, heal from trauma, heal from any abuse, heal from, heal from anything that they need healing from. And so that's our huge emphasis is on healing within small groups. We really want to have a very small group, um, intimate and environment where women can just come and be free. Our why is really for women to find true freedom. And of course we know where, where true freedom is, is in Christ. And so, um, yeah, so we, um, are brand new and we are, Believe in the Lord to expand very soon. Um, and we are going through a book club called Every Young Woman's Battle. And also we want to also um, have counseling centers for young women to go where they need a place where, where can I go for healing? Where Where's a safe place that I can go to get free counseling service, not having to pay? We from, from the start of our ministry, I want it to be where we just continuously sow and God will just provide resources and continuously sow into those, um, into those lives. And so we just really want to pour into women. Um, and that is our heart and that is our mission. And actually the name really is just healing your spirit. Um, that's really where the name came from. Cause I saw that counseling aspect of healing the spirit, but then I had someone, um, put sisterhood on it and I was just like, wow, that's, that name stuck, and I was just like, I love bringing women together, gathering women together, building sisterhood and community together, and doing life on life. And I see that's spiritual and sisterhood. That's that's it. That's the name. And so we, I really wrote the vision back in 2019, but really seeing the fruit of it um, this year. And so we are still working out legal things, but you know, we see God's hand in it, and we are believing next year that we will officially start our book club, which we're so excited about. Um, and we just really want to see small groups across the country and, you know, build communities and build counseling resource centers across the country. That is amazing. I bless it. I love, I love it. And it's so in line with my heart and really what I see a lot of women in the body of Christ are needing is that community, that healing. And I think for so long, women have just learned to live with the trauma and almost sometimes even use it as an excuse for the way they act or their behavior or whatever. Mm. And, or just, this is the way I am because of what's been done to me. But the reality is that Jesus paid a price in full at the cross. Yes, exactly. So that we can walk in the fullness of freedom. And that includes emotional baggage, trauma, all of that. So exactly. I love, I love everything you were saying. And as you're even talking, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. This is so good. So good. Mm-hmm. So can you share some testimonies with us, either personal, it could be related to the sisterhood or just testimonies of you, like you said, you have a very strong gift of faith. And I want to affirm that because that is <laughs> one of the first things I noticed about you. Like this woman walks in a very strong gift of faith. Oh, so maybe times God came through and we, whatever testimonies share with this girl. Well, I, I will just go back to our story. Why, well, you know, you're in, you're weaved in that testimony of faith. So I might as well just, you know, share that one. Um, so Again, uh, not to make it back for her, but Lisa Harper, um, just absolutely love that woman. Um, so she hosted a summit this year called Kerygma, and um, I didn't have the money to go. And I had met her back in 2018, and again, God used her to confirm my life as a Bible teacher. Um, I had this burning question for months, and then the Lord used her to confirm it. And so I was at home in my parents' house and I was like, man, like I saw her post and I said, oh my gosh, like I'm going to this summit. Lord, I don't know how I'm getting there, but I'm going to go. 
And it was a very like rough season for me financially where I just did not have a lot and I had to provide on the Lord daily um, for my daily needs. And so I moved back from my parents' house to North Carolina. Um, Again, that was a huge leap of faith in itself. So you talk about faith. I mean, I just left with nothing. Um, I left New Jersey and came back to North Carolina with literally the things in my car, not having a job, not having an apartment, like nothing. Um, Praise God, I have those things now. But um, it was about February when I was like, you know what? I feel called to go to this summit. And I've been saying this um, over the past couple of months, but I realized it's true. I may not have money, but I have faith. I may not have all the resources, but I have the faith to get there if I truly believe that God is going to open the door for me to get there. Because I believe that my faith will open doors. And so I just sent them an email and I said, you know, hey, like, I'm really, really interested in going to, you know, the summit. Um, Do you give out scholarships for seminary students? Because, you know, I'm currently also in seminary. And, you know, they emailed back. They said, well, typically, you know, we give it to missionaries, but if you submit submit prayer requests, we'll absolutely, you know, consider it. I said, oh, I got that. So I submitted a long email with the testimony about what Lisa Harper did and all of that. And, you know, I prayed over it and I sent it. And I said, Lord, if this is in your will for me to go, I will go. Because I truly believe in a season where, you know, I, it's, things are going to be paid for, whether it's a ticket or just whatever it is, it's going to be paid for. So um, I waited and I just left it in the Lord's hands. I said, you know what, Lord, like if this is in your will, it, it's going to happen. And so March goes by, April goes by. And at the end of April, I can never remember the day, April 29th. I remember listening to this pastor one morning as I was getting ready for work. And he said something very pivotal. And um, he's like, there's a window opportunity. And I said, oh, amen. Like I want to be a window opportunity for me. So I go to work and all of a sudden I'm sitting, you know, having a meeting with my team. I was, you know, teaching in classroom at the time. And all of a sudden I get a email saying, congratulations, your scholarship has been approved. And this was two weeks before the summit. I said, oh my word. Okay. God, I'm going. Um, of course, all the questions and natural questions come up. I don't even have any money to go. Where am I going to stay? How am I going to get there? Of course, all of that. And literally I would say in about one evening, I had everything I needed. And that's where Janice comes in. So she was pivotal in providing, you know, the place I needed to stay in this woman's house that I have really no idea who she was. And so I would say that is a testimony for someone who is wanting to step out in faith. It is absolutely possible. Like your faith will open doors. You just have to knock on that door and it's okay to be persistent. You know, I feel sometimes like, you know, we may not be persistent as the body of Christ, but you know, even in the word, like there was a persistent widow. And the judge honored her request. And so there's absolutely nothing wrong with opening that door. It, even if you feel that you need to go back and ask, keep going. Like, because the word says knock, knock and the door will be open. And so I knocked and I knew I was supposed to be there. And I had friends confirm saying like, you need to be there. And so, um, yeah, I, again, I emailed them and I said, hey, do you have any place where I can stay? They said, you know, no, we don't know. But join our Facebook group. And I joined the Facebook group. I put the request in saying, hey, like, I'm coming to North Carolina. I'm single. Does anyone know? Janice commented. And literally without, what, like 10 minutes later? Not even. It did not take long at all. And she messaged me. And then she says such, you know, the woman has room. And I said, oh, my word. Okay, Lord, I have a place to stay. Now, did I want to drive? No, but the Lord had his way. I drove anyway. (laughs) That very long, long drive. Um, And then, you know, of course, like the Lord provided money. Even there, um, he provided a miracle. Um, I don't know if Janice, I told you this, but um, 
I had sewed into my church that same week um, on a Sunday. I, you know, the amount doesn't matter, but I had sewed um, some money. And then literally I go to the summit and then I meet this woman and it's funny. I still could not, I still can't get in contact with her today. Um, she gave me her contact information, but I was talking to her and she gave me this little book and she's like, I'm supposed to give this to somebody. And she gave it to me. And, um, you know, I read it and I said, wow, it resonated with my spirit so much and about being a warrior woman for the Lord and, you know, all these kinds of things. And then I go back and I was like, where is she? I want to find her because I had found where she was. And then, you know, I'm talking with her and the woman sitting next to her friend that went with her and she hands me, she hands the money. I didn't look at it, but I go back to my seat and God had multiplied the seed that I sowed in church. So I know. So all this to say your faith will open doors. So that's a very long testimony, but I want to encourage women that it is absolutely possible. If you are supposed to be somewhere, you will open the door. And I know that like God smiles all the time and he's like, yes, my daughter stepped out and did the miraculous because you know, he is the God of miraculous. And so um, I have another one, but I won't share with that one. It's, it's pretty much the same thing. You know, I went to go see Priscilla Schreier in Greensboro and they didn't have a ticket. I said, well, I'm supposed to go. So long story short, the Lord made it happen. I ended up going. So yes, so. I love that. I love that. <laughs> I love that. And I know like, well, the, the word says without faith, it's impossible to please God and, and our faith pleases him. And so mm-hmm. I love that. It's like, do we actually believe what the word of God says? Do we actually believe what God has spoken to our hearts? And just staying in agreement with his truth is so important. So I love that. I love everything about it. Oh my gosh. Thank God you. God is so good. And same so girl, like, I pray that people on here begin to have their own testimonies of seeing Amen. the faithfulness of God in their lives too. It's so good. So let's talk about your devotional strength in him. So yes. what is it about? What inspired it? Tell us all the details. Oh boy. So what inspired it just was my love for um, writing devotionals. Um, it's, it's kind of funny. I have a whole bunch of devotionals, but I actually don't read them on an occasion, but I like to write them. I don't know what that is. It's the weirdest thing ever, but Hey, it just works out. So what inspired my, um, my book was I had this idea that like, I think I wanted to start writing devotionals. Um, I had, you know, done some paperback stuff, what digital content. Um, and then I realized this, I think God was pivoting me into doing something else. And so I started doing emails and I believe January 1st, around, around the beginning of January of last year, I sent out my first email. It's called more than a conqueror. And it's based off of Romans eight thirty seven. how are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ. And I just knew that 2021 is going to be the year of conquering. And that was my first devotional. I sent it out via email and I just kept going every Monday. I just would send out um, to friends and family who would sign up and I, you know, I didn't have a huge email list, but that's okay. I was faithful with what he gave me. And about June, I was like, wow, these are just so good not to share. Like I felt like I needed to share with the world, these good devotionals that really God was speaking to me through my daily walk with him every single day, every single week was something different. And I knew that I had to share And so I went on the journey to figure out, okay, how do I now put this in a book? And so it's funny how actually the title of the book came at the very last minute. Um, My email list was called Daily Divas with Christina because it was daily moments with God, what he was showing me from week to week, um, from moment to moment, um, daily moments with him and just trusting and putting my whole surrender in my whole life. And so, um, I was like, you know what, Lord, like, I feel like there's another title. And I was like, Lord, what is a word that I can say that 
I've been through the past couple of years. And he said strength. And I said, wow, like it makes sense just how much strength it is to live daily with God moment by moment, day by day, not knowing where money's coming from, not knowing where things or resources and not knowing where you're going next, but having the strength of God in you. Oh my gosh. So that's where it came from. Um, so it's just 40 devotionals. It's just daily walk. You really get insight into my quiet time and what God showed me for that week. Um, and so, yeah, that's really where it came from. And to see the fruit of it now, and I produced it last year, um, oh, November of last year, actually, um, it just shows that like, wow, like, Lord, you're still using this book. Um, and I just pray it's a resource that all women can use if, you know, they need strength to keep going. Like, I, I pray this is the devotional that you will consider reading um, in your walk with the Lord. That is beautiful. And I'll have a link in the show notes so that you guys can get access to her website and all those good things and be able to find that. Again, it's called Strength in Him and it's her 40-day devotional. It's so good. All right, Woman of Faith, so tell us, (laughs) what does it mean to live a life of faith? How has that played out practically in your own life? You've shared a lot of testimonies already, but can you tell people who really haven't maybe stepped out of the boat? They're Mm -hmm. kind of the other disciples that are still sitting in the boat. Like how, what does it mean to live a life of faith? How do we do that? Well, I think first it comes with just, you know, I I really believe it's just our everyday life, Um, us reading the word, spending time in prayer and really cultivating that relationship with God um, and knowing his character and knowing his nature and who he is. Um, I would say really we all live a life of faith every single day when the the first breath that we take every morning, we're living a life of faith because someone else did not take that breath that morning. Um, So that's faith in itself. Um, but when we're in a situation where he calls us to do absolute great things, I would say find people in the Bible, like find other testimonies that find other women that have done the exact same thing that God is calling you to do and get inspiration from them. Um, I, I just know through Abraham, I mean, it was a huge leap of faith for him to go to a land and God, I will show you what, like, you want me to go where, but like, like really utilizing the characters in the Bible for inspiration of faith. Um, I mean, it's just really living out the word every day. Um, So I would say to the woman who was in the boat and wants to step out the boat, really knowing it's just taking that first step and knowing that he will guide your next steps. I think that's what it really boils down to is once you take that first one and that first one, it, it can be the hardest step, but once you do, once you continue to step after it's going to get easier and easier. I love that. I love that. And I love that you talked about like stepping out and making that first step because then you start creating a pattern for yourself and you mm-hmm. can look back at the faithfulness of God in your life. And so that's beautiful. I agree with everything you said. So we are Amen. going to wrap up the podcast here, but I want to just give you a moment to share any encouragement that you might have for the podcast community, anything that God has put on your heart just to release over them to share. Mm-hmm. So go for it, girl. <laughs> um, I was reading um, Philippians 2 this morning, um, just about Christ's humility. And it may not have anything to do with faith, but sometimes it does take faith to be humble um, and have the Christ-like humility that he's calling us to have. So I I just encourage um, Philippians 2 over you, just the Christ's humility and that, that no matter really what you're going through, his name is above every name. And that really just stuck in my heart this morning that the name of Jesus is above every single name that you're facing. It is above fear. It's above doubt. It's above anxiety. It's above every single thing that you may be facing currently or maybe what you have faced. 
or maybe even things to come. Just know that his name is above every name. And when you say that name, Jesus, everything is going to be better. Mm. Amen. Amen. Oh, I'm just pondering that in my heart. That's so good. So Mm. Christina, can you tell listeners how they can, how they can stay connected with you? I'll also, like I said, have it in the show notes, but for people who are just listening and not looking at the show notes, can you let them know how they can connect with you? Yes. So I am on Instagram. I am Christina Renee XO and that is Christina with a K K R I S T I N A. My middle name is Renee R E N E E and X O. I am also on Facebook. I'm more on Instagram than Facebook, but Christina Renee Wise um, is on Facebook. Um, I do have a YouTube channel. It is Christina Renee, I believe, or not Christina Wise, um, but I'm not as active on YouTube as I maybe would like to be, um, but mostly I am on Instagram. Um, I think that is it, how people can get connected with me. <laughs> awesome. Do you have a website or anything? I do have a website. Thank you. Um, it is ChristinaReneeXO.com. Awesome. Yay. Well, mighty woman of God, I'm going to let you pray Yay. out this podcast, release whatever the Lord puts on your heart over mm-hmm. listeners. And thank you so much for taking the time to come on here today. And I, thank I, I you. just love you. I love everything I just you're love doing. You I too. bless it. I just, am, I just know that God's favor is so all over your life Amen. and everything you're doing and that everything you touch prospers. And so I'm excited Amen. for you for this season. God has you in. Thank you. Oh, Jesus, we worship you. Lord, you are so faithful. You are so mighty and true. So, Lord, I just lift up all my sisters that are listening to this podcast, um, and I just pray strength over them. I just pray Isaiah 41.10 over them, that you will be with them, that they don't have to fear, for they will be strong, they will be courageous, and they will accomplish what you have intended for them to do. For your word does not return void, but it does accomplish every single thing, what you have spoken over each and every listener. Father, I pray that it will come to pass in Jesus' name. And so, Lord, I just lift up any situation that may be going through any circumstance that I pray that, Holy Spirit, you capture their heart and say, I can do this. I can step out and I can be the woman of faith that you call for me to be. And so, Lord, we lift this podcast up to you and pray that it it has glorified you. I know that it has. And so, Lord, we just honor you. We lift you up. We praise you, Jesus, for who you are, for dying on the cross for us. And we take on the likeness of your humility that at every name, your name is above every name, that you are worthy, Jesus, of all glory, praise, and honor. In Jesus' name, amen.